BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Just give me a vibe, man. It doesn't seem very positive coming out of Winnipeg from the fan base. Yeah, you want the vibe? It's the complete polar opposite of the vibe around the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. All things said, they didn't really do too much at all in the draft. I don't know if uh, you know some of their prospects are going to step up in training camp and make enough of a, a big difference. But yeah, the vibe is low when it comes to hockey here in, in Southern Manitoba. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, hey, it is that uh, we're talking ball, though, not hockey in southern Manitoba. Where's my bell? Let's get into it. It's a football Friday here on the RP Show, and we're very excited to uh, to announce that. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're here for hockey, tennis, or anything else, just turn the channel now. Because it's ball for all, fall is for football, and I'm telling you, when you get wrapped up in an environment, uh, it's all you can think about, particularly here. It's huge in Canada, huge uh, weekend, of course, as we welcome you into Labor Day weekend. And we've got some tremendous football guests coming up on the program today. By name, uh, Sportsnet's Arash Madani. Of course, he is on the Blue Jays beat, but I think his very favorite sport is CFL. He'll be joining us in segment two today. The co-GM of the BC Lions, Neil McAvoy, will be joining us on a bye week for them to talk about the biggest trade in the CFL in some time, acquiring Vernon Adams the other day. And from TSN, CFL insider David William Naylor, who also covers the NFL and the NCAA for Canada's sports leader. And we're going to be talking about all of those leagues today as we welcome in Darren Moose DuPont, our co-host. And what I love about this is... We're everywhere. I got football stuff to talk about here in South Florida. You are in the capital of the province of Manitoba for the kickoff to the Canada West football season tonight, Darren. So do you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you can't see hockey for a mile. They're weeks away from starting in the NHL. The junior teams haven't even started their preseason games yet. So I think uh, football deserves the spotlight for sure, at least today. Absolutely, Rod. And everywhere I've gone, you know, on the travels and stuff, everybody's talking football, whether it's, you know, university football or the CFL or they're excited about college or the NFL. It is full on football season right now. Yeah, it is. And well, for kickoff, for sure. So can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we're going to cover i think every single league in football here in the warm-up and we got to be quick because uh, moose is adjourning here after this segment but i got to say this i often say to you here's what they're talking about on miami sports radio today and here's what it was this morning i was about to go into a gym class so i had a couple minutes i cut the tail end of an interview on wqam 
the big sports station here, and it was a high school football analyst, Moose. And uh, the host said, okay, what's the biggest game? What's the biggest game in South Florida tonight? And the guy goes, oh, no, oh, it's in Fort Lauderdale. It's Cardinal Gibbons High School. They're playing Calvary Christian High School. It's week two. And I'm like, Cardinal Bishop? That, I know their coach, Matt DeBuck, has been on this show. He's a friend of ours, played in the CFL for the Argos and Bombers. I shoot him a note. I said, I just heard on WQAM, you guys got the hottest game in Florida tonight. How do I get a ticket? And he uh, wrote me back like immediately. And he goes, uh, it's not. But if you want to come out tonight, I'll get you a sideline pass. That's the humility of the defending 4A state champion football coach, Matt DeBuck. So I'm like, yeah, I think I'd like to do that and be on the sideline. And he said, if you can get here by 6 o'clock, I'll introduce you to my wife, Melanie. She's running the tailgate party right next to our high school football stadium. And then maybe I'll bring you down to the locker room. And I'm sitting there going, whoa, 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 this is going fast. And I feel like this is going to be another situation whereby I'll be asked to address the team or something like that, because this has happened before. So I'll spend the afternoon getting ready for that. But the number one high school football game in the state of Florida, Friday Night Lights, is here, and I'm going to be added on the sidelines. How happy do you think I am, Moose, about that? Man, is that going to be exciting? Uh, it's going to be incredible. And I remember when we went to Houston, to Katy, Texas, and we saw yes. the state semifinal in Katy, and that was awesome. But it was a little chilly, right? I mean, this is the middle of the summer. This is going to be great under the lights. And oh, I, I, I am very envious, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. I plan on it. It was December then we were there that we were there in Katy, Texas, the home of Bo Levi Mitchell. And I could just say, I'll just say this. As I was leaving the stadium, people that know me know what I would do. You were with me. I walked by some people that were working in the stadium. I said, hey, I know a guy from Katy, Texas. Do you know a guy by the name of Bo Levi Mitchell? Remember their reaction? They're like, yeah. yes, we, yes, we know Bo. I feel like <laughs> if you went to milestone Saskatchewan and ask people if they knew Rod Peterson, they'd go, yeah, we know Rod. It'd be the exact same reaction. So, yeah, we were in Bo's hometown together, but uh, it's like 34 degrees Celsius here right now. It's going to be over 100 with uh, Fahrenheit with humidity tonight under the lights. Can't wait. Thank you, Cardinal Gibbons High School, the defending state champions. Um, it's going to be a blast. Moving on to point two, CFL Labor Day Classic Talk. It kicks off tonight, week 13, with Ottawa at Montreal. The um, Alouettes are favored. I, I don't have the point spreads written down here today because we talked about that yesterday in Deal or No Deal. But just to spend a minute on that game tonight, I feel like, Darren, when they say the unofficial kickoff to the CFL season is Labor Day weekend, Maybe it is, because I, I look at all these games, and a reason could be made, a case could be made for why they're all pivotal for the seasons of all the teams involved. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the season doesn't start before Labor Day. <laughs> that camp, you know, they're on to something because the season starts early, and all those games matter. But we've kind of figured out a little bit on, of who these teams are. We know kind of who Montreal is. We've got an idea who Ottawa is. We're still trying to figure them out. But now all the games mean something, and they mean so much more. And so now every week you're going to have great storylines and wonderful matchups, and this is exciting. Montreal seems to be getting it together under Danny Machocha. We don't necessarily like that. I talked to football people this morning. And they're just still upset that Kahari Jones was fired and didn't deserve to be. I've called Danny Machocha the coach now and GM of the Alouettes power-hungry. He very clearly is. Uh, there's a sense that Danny Machocha won a power struggle in Montreal, and that is why Gary Stern's out. 
So, so there's a lot to be watched on the Montreal football scene tonight. And by the way, if they win tonight over Ottawa, the odds makers say they will. Maybe Danny Machocha knows what he's doing, and maybe this is the best thing for the Alouettes. But I just see history repeating itself, and uh, he didn't do any favors for the Edmonton franchise by the time he was done there. So that's the Week 13 kickoff tonight. And then it's Winnipeg at Sask on Sunday. Again, talking to football people today. Um, I just, I'm not a good better. I get my lights punched out, as you know, every time I bet because I bet with my heart, and I shouldn't do that. That's why I try to, I try to limit myself on betting because I bet for the Riders to win. You know, I just, I, you know, I said I talked to Cody this week, and he feels good mentally and physically, and I want him to win because I love Cody Fajardo. But I talked to some people in the league, and they're like, Sask's going to get shellacked, man. They're not nearly the team Winnipeg is. They're fragile. Bombers are coming in. They're confident. They're 10-1. and one. It's going to get ugly. So maybe I won't bet on this game. What do you think is going to happen Sunday at Mosaic Stadium? It just shocks me so much that it's a three-and-a-half-point spread. Like, that just shocks me, you know. Um, a 10-1 team coming into Regina. I know you look at the history of the Labor Day Classic, right, and how great Saskatchewan typically is in that game at home. So that goes into it for sure, into, into creating the spread and the, and the odds in that game. But, you know, I, I don't know. This is a year where if I'm a Ryder fan, I'm going in and I don't have a lot of confidence going into a game against the 10-1 team out of Winnipeg. But you know what? It is Labor Day. And as you said yesterday, anything can happen on Labor Day. It's a yeah. weird weekend where anything goes. I'm not saying who, uh, who I think will win. I'll say who I hope will win, and it's Cody Fajardo and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, I, I just peeked in the comments section and came back out because I'm like, I don't have time. This is the Me and Moose segment. I say it every day. We have viewer takeover later on. I can't get to the comments. I appreciate the people chiming in now, but no. Toronto at Hamilton on Monday. Back to this pivotal thing. I read an article somewhere that Dane Evans, the starting quarterback for Hamilton, his career hinges on the next five weeks because... Matthew Schultz would be starting for the Hamilton Tiger Cats if he was healthy, but he's not. So they're putting Dane Evans in there reluctantly. For whatever reason, they're favored by one at home over the division-leading Toronto Argonauts. I don't know who said it on this show months ago or a few months ago, but they were right. We keep, keep being told that Hamilton's good, yet they keep losing. And I don't think they're going to win on Monday. I don't, but it'll be worth watching uh, for the future of Dane Evans. And then the week closes with Edmonton at Calgary. And I want your take on this. Um, Edmonton at Calgary. Stampeders are favored by 12.5. Jake Mayer has been named the starting quarterback for the Stampeders. That's not a surprise to anybody. But it's the second straight week where Bo Levi Mitchell is sat down as the number two guy. The Bo Levi Mitchell. And I feel like I'm not going to pick at a wound here. I've got the respect for Bo. It reminds me a lot of the Tom Brady situation. While the gossip rags and everything are saying now it's marital problems for Tom Brady and why he missed 11 days, that's New York Post page six stuff. The analysts on ESPN, NFL Network, Fox, they're not, they're not even talking about Tom Brady and the absence and the things that might be going on with him. And it's similar, similar with Bo. I don't see a lot of commentary on the fact that this living Hall of Famer isn't starting this should be big news but Darren nobody's making big news out of it no they're not and I think maybe that's because Bo's not making big news out of it and the Stampeders are making big news out of it he seems to be going about his business he seems to be supporting Jake Mayer he seems to be saying the right things we know he's a competitor and he wants to be on the field and you know if there's another opportunity on another team and he could be starting there he'd want to be there because he wants to play I'm sure of it but 
you know, he's saying the right things. He's doing the right things. He's quietly going about practice. There's no locker room issues. It doesn't seem like, or at the very least, if there is yeah. any upset uh, feelings, they're doing a great job of keeping that inside the, the locker room. So that's why it's not getting out. And, you know, you kind of respect that, but you're right. This should be talked about every single day. Well, credit to Bull for not making it a distraction. I wonder for how long he can bite his lip, however. Hey, folks, bring the thrill of the track. Where's my bell? To your fingertips with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app. It's AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live stream horse races wherever you go. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. Um... Hey, it's one thing that I'm hearing from everybody why they love this show, not to mention the radio station in Atlanta. I had this Falcon shirt before. I didn't just go out and buy it, okay? So I'm not that big of a homer. But a guy this morning in the gym, Curtis Sanford, he's, he's got this Boston accent, but he lives down here in South Florida. And he's like, you know, Rod, I just love your show. I want to say congratulations on it and expanding. And, you know, what I think it is is you're just entertaining. You're like Rush Limbaugh. You know, back in the day with Rush Limbaugh, it didn't matter if you were right wing, you were left wing, you watched because it was entertaining. You're just entertaining, Rod. And I enjoy it. So... It's real. So I'm sitting here sweating like a pig. ESPN, they would have somebody coming and powdering my forehead and my eyebrows. But we ain't ESPN. We're just live Game Plus television and WQEE radio in Metro Atlanta. Let's go. Point three. Highlights from a 16-game college football slate on Thursday night. Darren in Pittsburgh. I'm sure you watched it. It was on Fox. MJ Devonshire returned a tip pass. 56 yards for a touchdown with 2.58 to go. And number 17, Pittsburgh beat West Virginia Mountaineers 38-31. In the return of the backyard brawl. They were going nuts in Pittsburgh last night. That was fun to watch. In Stillwater, Oklahoma, Spencer Sanders passed for career-high 406 yards and accounted for six touchdowns. And Oklahoma State beat Central Michigan 58-44 to give Mike Gundy his 150th coaching victory. And in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Mitch Griffiths threw for 288 yards and three touchdowns in his first career start, helping Wake Forest beat Virginia Military Institute. That's all we'll say about college football other than my Alabama Crimson Tide are playing Utah State, game one of the season, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Saturday night. Your Michigan Wolverines taking on Colorado State, noon Eastern on Saturday. It's a big college football day. Saturdays always are. Edo Japan, with more than 150 restaurants nationwide in Canada, Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. We move into the Canada West kickoff tonight. We are down to three minutes here, so we got to be quick. Uh, two games tonight. Did I write it down? Yeah, Regina at Manitoba. You'll be calling it on Canada West TV. For those watching on Game Plus TV right now, Sastel Max, Bell MTS Cable of Manitoba, Telesoptic TV in BC and Alberta, you'll all get the game. I'm not sure what channel it is, but if that's your cable carrier, you'll be able to watch Moose and Justin Denk call the action. Um, any score prediction tonight? No, I can't. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. Um Manitoba won with a backup quarterback last year in the same matchup week one. The Rams got a rookie. Manitoba's got a veteran. So you got to think if I'm handicapping the game, the Bisons should be favored by probably five and a half. But uh, we'll see where it it goes tonight. Sask Huskies at Calgary also tonight. And UBC and Manitoba play in the other game. Did I say Justin Dink? I think I did. You might have. Freudian yeah. slip there. I think I did. Uh, hey, what's on at the movies this week with Landmark Cinemas? The Invitation in theaters now, starring Natalie Emanuel. 
After the death of her mother and having no other known relatives, Evie, that's Natalie Emanuel, takes a DNA test and discovers a long-lost cousin she never knew she had. Invited by her newfound family to a lavish wedding in the English countryside, she's at first seduced by the sexy aristocrat host, but is soon thrust into a nightmare of survival as she uncovers twisted secrets in her family. Whoa! The invitation in feeders now, Landmark Cinemas. NFL Notes, we'll cover this maybe next segment with uh, Arash Madani. Uh, Sam Darnold's gone to injured reserve. I was on a podcast last night, The Anecdote. They asked me if I thought the Jets should have kept Chris Strebler over Joe Flacco. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. And uh, point six, the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. You look at the Riders and the pressure they're under. They're 6-5. and five. The general manager, Jeremy O'Day, said, we're not mortgaging the future. We're not mortgaging the future for the sake of this one season where they're hosting the Grey Cup here this November 20th. The poll, which I haven't tweeted yet. I will on this break. The poll question is, would you mortgage your team's future, let's say five years, in order to win a championship? The poll questions for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, Capital with dealerships all across the prairies. Darren, we'll have to uh, analyze that in hour two because we're out of time now in the warm-up. Thanks for this. We'll see you back um, in a little less than an hour. You bet. All right. Sportsnet's Arash Madani joins us next to tackle these and other topics. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network. We're also live streaming on YouTube. And new this week... You can listen on WQEE 99.1 FM in Atlanta, home for Southern Sports and Talk. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. A football Friday continues from South Florida, and we'll tell you we're brought to you in part by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. It is a football Friday. We're bringing in our good and longtime friend, Sportsnet's Arash Madani, and it has always been far too long between our chats. He's the baseball guy. Uh, He's on the Blue Jays beat, but he doesn't mind talking gridiron either. Arash, happy Friday, my man. How you doing? What, what's top of mind with you these days? Well, I'm looking out, Roddy. Happy Friday to you. I'm looking out of my hotel room right now, and uh, the Willie Stargell uh, statue is just right out here beside PNC Park in Pittsburgh, which got me thinking of, in Toronto, they need more statues, man. they got to put some statues of some players up there. Joe Carter celebrating, or people mobbing Roy Halladay, or Dave Steve, something like that. I think that's... I really believe that you should celebrate your history, and that's one thing that the Blue Jays should do a better job of moving forward. Buddy, you and I could spend a couple hours daily talking about things like this. How about Wayne Gretzky? He's got a statue in front of two arenas. Crypto.com Arena in L.A. and Rogers Play. Two arenas! Bobby Orr's in front of Austin, Michael Jordan in Chicago. Uh, Yeah, hell of a topic right there, my man. Listen, any Blue Jays questions for a rash, we'll take them. But I want to ask you this. Our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. Would you mortgage your team's future, let's say five years, in order to win a championship? Riders Jeremy O'Day said we're not going to do that going into the season, and I, I wonder if he's regretting that now. 
as a Vikings fan or any of the long-suffering teams you cheer for, I think you would mortgage your team's future, would you not, Arash, if you knew you were going to win a championship? Rod, I turned 42 last month, and my team hasn't even played in a Super Bowl. The Vikes haven't even been to one in my lifetime. They've lost four before I, uh, before I was around. And the answer is yes, of course. Yes, of course you would. Um, and my, my question for Jeremy O'Day is, what have the Riders done since winning it at home? It's been nearly a decade, which is hard to believe. And correct me if I'm wrong, Roddy, I don't think the Riders have been back to a Grey Cup since, have they? No, not even close. Not even close. No, they haven't. So, so you're not going to mortgage, but what have you actually done? A rhetorical question, obviously, because there's no answer. What, what, it's funny you say that, because I was talking to football people all morning, and they said, look what BC's done. They went out and got VA, Vernon Adams, after Nathan Rourke went down. That shows the locker room. We mean business. We're in it to win it. And that was what they said. What have the Riders done to show their locker room that they're in it to win it? So what is your take here uh, heading into Labor Day Classic weekend? Because I know you love chatting CFL ball on all the games. Yeah. A few things. One, I don't think the Lions have mortgaged much of anything to get Vernon Adams. I think what BC realized is, look, we got a pretty good team here. Um, we weren't paying our quarterbacks, Rourke or O'Connor, much. Much of our cap distribution um, is elsewhere. So let's go get an upgraded quarterback and let's go see what we can do. Uh, because really, there there are two star quarterbacks in the league right now. And I, I don't I don't only say one, really, it's Caleros. But don't you think Jake Myers the second best quarterback in the in the CFL right now, Rod? I do. Um so under that, why not go get VA? You give up a first round pick. I mean, if there's anything we've learned over the years, it's just how dreadful uh, CFL executives are at drafting. And you go you spend a first round pick, whatever, you got a chance to win now. A chance, a better chance than whatever it is you had in-house. So I like that move a lot by BC. And I think in other sports, a first-round pick sounds like a lot. In the CFL, it, it is very little currency. It actually is just more of a... You can soften the blow if you're Montreal saying, hey, we got a first-round pick out of it. It's, it the value of it is very little. So um, smart move by BC doing what they did there. Well, and let's be honest, just to dig into it a little more, Vernon Adams wasn't even on the roster in Montreal. He was a, he was expendable. They're probably happy to get a first-round pick out of the deal. They didn't want him anyways, and the word is the owner, Gary Stern, had been blocking a trade. That's what we're hearing, and now he's out, and two days later, the trade happens. So Danny Machocha wins that war there. Any thoughts on uh, the future of the Alouettes under Danny Machocha and what I hear is going to be new ownership? I mean, it has. To, you have to believe it's going to be no ownership. Um, again, uh, for a third time in how many years, the Alouettes are going to need new owners from the Wettenhalls, the league, the Spiegel-Stern partnership. Again, local ownership, Rod, is how you are going to succeed. Not making the former chair of the board happy by bringing his buddies into the mix. You want people who are going to be invested into what you're doing. So what's going to happen with the Alouettes? I don't think anybody really knows. They say business as usual, but for how long? 
at the end of the season, when the estate gets sorted, whatever, they'll, they'll appoint somebody, the majority ownership, the Spiegel side will appoint somebody. But for how long? How long are they going to be interested in continuing to do this? Nobody has an answer to any of it. And so the real solution here is to find committed local ownership that wants to invest. How long ago was it that the Alouettes were talking about building a practice facility? Whatever happened to that? Uh, Atlantic Schooners. If you want, if you want to talk about all talk and no action, Atlanta Schooners. Right. Um, right. CFL leads the league and and talk and not backing it up. But listen again, I appreciate how much the revenue, CFL how much revenue they brought in from uh, from overseas streaming well, services. Who are because of the global program, they were going to bring in all that money. Remember that one too. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's a long list. But how about this yeah. one? Jerry Modinjohn, the Flying Dutchman of the Edmonton Sun, I love him, he wrote a column in the Edmonton Sun yesterday saying that the Elks, yeah, should be sold to a private owner. This is a disgrace. Look what's happened. This board screwed it all up. A private owner should be uh, sought, and the team should be sold. How did you feel about that? I understand the premise of what Jerry's talking about. I do. And I believe that in certain situations, ownership Uh, private ownership works. But here's my question. When you look around the league, Rod, and if you look at the last, let's give a sample size here that matters, 25 years. How about that? When is the last time you have seen true, committed ownership in this league long-term that are in it for the greater good? How many? Oh, not many. Um, clearly, Bob Young, whom you're in Southern Ontario, you must know and have affection for him. I would assume he'd be the, the first guy that comes to mind for me. And then name me another. I can't. <laughs> I can't. So it's I understand fa- what Jerry... Yeah, you know, so that's the, this is my point here. I understand what Jerry's trying to say. I understand that Jerry feels that this model in Edmonton is archaic, and maybe maybe in that market it is. Maybe what, what once worked there is not working anymore, and it needs a shot in the arm, and it needs a jolt, and all those things. My, I just have caution and pause with it because I'm of the belief, be careful what you wish for when you look around and see how quickly, Bob Young notwithstanding, how quickly owners pull the chute on their investment. It's not an investment. It's a toy. After a little while, they just get tired of losing money. And once that happens, the spiral continues. That's, that's why now there are conglomerates. That's why it's the Ottawa Sports Entertainment Group or the Calgary Sports Entertainment Group that they can put a hockey team along with it. It's a real estate play. You can get bars and restaurants and condo buildings and the rest. But in terms of one owner wanting to make it go, there's so little assurance that this is going to have have itself a payoff just based on every based on history based on everything we're seeing very wonderful uh, analysis and commentary on that i should and i want to ask you about the blue jays so let's do it at pittsburgh tonight uh they're still on that wild card spot are you think are they talking p word playoffs what's the buzz around the team here they clearly expect to be in 
Yeah, it, it's an uneasy time around the around the baseball team, Rod, to be quite honest with you. Uh, for the first time since 2019, they're coming off a losing month. The month of August, the Blue Jays were below 500. That didn't happen at all in 2020, didn't happen at all in 2021, nor April, mm-hmm. May, June, July. So what are they right now? They're a team that's getting very good starting pitching. They're a team that's getting very good relief pitching. And they're a team that continues to leave way too many runners on base and a team that seems like a mystery offensively. So the thought, the belief, the hope is postseason in October, and they're in a playoff position right now. But when you get swept by the Angels the way they did, how uneasy they looked against the Cubs, this is a down part of the schedule. Like the Angels, the Cubs, now Pittsburgh. this is down, and tomorrow they haven't announced a starter for Saturday, which leads me to believe they're trying to stack Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Baltimore. The Orioles are coming at them. The Orioles are coming like a freight train. And uh, there's, to me, there's a worry and a wonder with two series left against Baltimore, two series left against Tampa, of where this team is going to be coming off a month where not a lot went right for them. I admire your how critical you can be of the Blue Jays, given the fact that you are on the broadcast. But I have to say this, Mike Wilner was with us last week. Beauty, as you know. And he says this team has the wherewithal to win a World Series. Like, six All-Stars are rash. If they play to their capability, do they have championship potential? Because Wilner thinks they do. Well, potential is for sure there. And I don't look at this, the All-Stars at all, Rod. I look at Okay, you go to the playoffs, you need four starters. Do the Blue Jays have four competent starters with Manoa, Gosman, Barrio, Stripling? Yes. Do you believe in their bullpen? I do. I think their bullpen is good enough. I think the back end of their bullpen is strong with now Anthony Bass, Jimmy Garcia, Tim Meza, and Jordan Romano. And their offense should be better. But George Springer has been dealing with an elbow for months. When he's good, he's great. When he's available, Teoscar Hernandez, up and down. Bo Bichette, don't know what you're going to get from him every night. Vladimir Guerrero dazzles and sparkles and shines, and then he doesn't. Uh, And on and on we can go, Roddy. Uh, Defensively, it's been a little bit of an adventure. So do they have the wherewithal to do it? Sure. But like any championship team, all the stars have to align. And right now, instead of it being a smooth road, there have been a lot of speed bumps and potholes along the way. There's a month to go in the season. Uh, let's see what they do. Because, yeah, there, there's, there's no question there's real talent here. But they haven't shown it consistently in quite a while. And at some point, it's September now. At some point, you got to put talk aside and do it. And we just haven't seen them do it. In a little bit. we got about 60 seconds. Who is your NFL dark horse team? Or shall I say a non-playoff team this year or last year that you think will take a big jump this year? Not a Super Bowl favorite necessarily, but be better than uh, we thought or were last year. I really like Indianapolis. I think Matt Ryan is a hell of a quarterback, Rod. I think the way we talk about Matt Ryan is so different if one play over a quarter and a half goes different when the Falcons were up 28 to three. Matt Ryan doesn't play defense. Matt Ryan doesn't block. Matt Ryan didn't call plays. 
if Kyle Shanahan or the defense or the running back picking up a blitz, if anything had been different, um, I think the way the the Colts and the way Matt Ryan is perceived are different. They have a really strong run game. They have a young crew of receivers that are legit, and it's not a it's not a tough division. I, I don't buy a lot of Tennessee. Uh, Jacksonville's a mess. Houston's a disaster. So to me, it's it's Indianapolis, especially with Matt Ryan there now. Certainly a fun time of year. Arash, we'll be watching tonight. Appreciate the time, brother. Keep it real, as you always do. Thanks, Roddy. Sportsnet's Arash Madani. When we come back, the co-GM of the BC Lions, Neil McAvoy. You're watching the RP Show's Football Friday on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also on YouTube Live, and you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show of Football Friday aerial coverage provided by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company, the RP Show. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. We're keeping it rolling on this Football Friday. Everybody's loving it. We welcome to the program now the co-GM of the BC Lions. Oh, we We don't have them. Were we supposed to have them right now? Oh, (laughs) Okay, thanks, guys. Just found out we don't have Neil McAvoy with us, the co-GM of the BC Lions. And uh, looking at his social media last night, I can't remember if it was his Facebook story or his Instagram story. He was on a plane going somewhere, and it looked like a small plane over the province of British Columbia. So I was not concerned about his safety. I was concerned about his cell phone quality and where he was going. And as it turns out, it was a premonition. Because they're having login issues with Neil McAvoy of the BC Lions currently. So anyways, I got a sports update ready to go. And I can read some of your comments if you want. But Serena Williams looks to continue her impressive run in what is likely her last U.S. Open when she faces Australia's Isla Tomlanovich tonight in New York. The 40-year-old Serena Williams advanced to the third round with a win on Wednesday. The 23-time Grand Slam champion has said she plans to retire sometime after the U.S. Open. I haven't seen the ratings from her round three match the other night, but uh, now they're saying this could be her final match tonight. I'm sure there will be millions viewing, as there are now for our interview with Neil McAvoy, co-GM of the BC Lions. And Neil, I was telling the viewers I was worried about you. I saw you on a plane last night. I was worried about where you were going, your safety on this bye week. What were you doing last night, man? What, a, what an amazing experience. We had a um, leadership uh, conference with uh, the Canadian uh, Air Force, and uh, we flew up to Comox and just uh, talked uh, leadership. And you know what? Um, we found out that our organizations and uh, our, our systems are pretty much alike, you know, a lot of, lot of uh, combinations. So we went up to Comox and uh, just spoke about leadership, and they learned a little bit about us, and we learned a lot about them. So it was uh, what, a, what an amazing experience. Um, Neil, listen, we got to do another interview on that. Those military people are special people, and I've done the same thing with them. And they see football yeah. the same as 
as army stuff. And I'm like, guys, nobody's going to die out there on the weekend, okay? And they're like, yeah, but it's us versus them, and it's similar mentality. Yep. Is, is that the kind of stuff that you had? Yeah, exactly right. You know what? In the military, you know, unfortunately, you know, there isn't world wars we're fighting anymore, which is great. But you know what? They still have a service and they still have to uh, be top notch, which they are. And I can't say nothing but great things and respect for the Canadian military. And what, a, like I said, an amazing experience we did yesterday. Yeah. Well, like I said, I could talk to you about it forever because each other's lives are yeah. in each other's hands. The trust, the trust is yeah. paramount for them. And, and it is for winning football teams. So let me say this. Congratulations on the start for the BC Lions and then the move this week to get Vernon Adams. Can you take me through it? And when did you feel a move like this was going to be necessary? Well, at the end of the day, yeah, thanks. First of all, um, you know, eight and two is nothing, you know, we're, we're happy with our record. You know, we we're hoping to be nine and one, but uh, you know what, uh, like anything else, when a football season, things happen. And um, Vernon has always been a guy on our radar. Ever since I traded him to Montreal seven years ago, he's a guy that I felt that would be a good BC Lion. And uh, we were able to uh, make that happen this week. This was something that um, had in our books. I know we, we just like to bring in good football players. And so if assets are available and uh, available to us and something that we can uh, you know bring, bring along to help us win, we're certainly going to do that. And this week was no different. He was available, and uh, we spoke to Montreal, and we were able to work out uh, some sort of compensation to get him. And so we're, we're going to open him with open arms and see if he can help us, help us win some games. Well, what is it that you like about VA? I mean, it's a personality. He's electric, and he's skilled as heck. Why has he had such a rough go in the CFL, do you think, in terms of sticking somewhere? And, and obviously things didn't go well for him in Montreal, despite his best efforts. So maybe, maybe this is the yeah, fit now I, that he's been looking for. Yeah, I mean, I, I like our offense. I think our offense is filled with lots of uh, power. That includes, uh, you know, all the receivers and, of course, having Nathan throw them the ball, you know, as you guys saw in Taylor, or I'm sorry, at Mosaic twice that we were able to move the ball up and down the field and win football games. So uh, I'm hoping that this is going to be something that Vernon's going to be able to come in and help us win some games. I, I, I have no doubt everywhere he's been, he's been a winner, Eastern Washington, Oregon, and even uh, with his uh, limited playing in the Canadian Football League, he's won football games. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we're, we're going to be you know able to help him out. He's going to be able to help us out and uh, we can continue on this uh, winning way. Well, Arash was with us last segment, and he said, well, the Lions didn't have to give up much in a first-round pick for VA. And I'm like, well, I think Neil values Canadian draft picks, and probably Rick, too. Look what Jordan Williams, look at Nathan Rourke. Was it tough to part with the first-rounder, or how, you know, how was that negotiation? Uh yeah, there's there's two things to it. I, you know what I I love first round draft picks, but we have a first round draft pick in a, uh, a defensive lineman that just got cut from Buffalo. We have a young man playing for uh, in the University of uh, Saskatchewan this year, and you saw University of Regina. So we have guys coming back. We have draft picks that we had draft in the previous years that we're going to welcome back. So we felt that adding an asset like Vernon and giving up. Uh, a coveted first-round draft pick was going to make us better. At the end of the day, you need, a, you need to have top-notch quarterbacks to play professional football. And so uh, we felt that giving up a first-round draft pick, especially since we feel we're going to have some guys come to us in the future that we had drafted in previous years, uh, we were able to um, you know, relieve ourselves of that asset and uh, get a good asset in, in, in exchange. Uh, you're a humble guy, but I'm going to give you a chance to not be humble. How does it feel to know that Nathan Rourke backed up your words that he was everything that you said he was going to be 
You know what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Going back to last year, I think having Nathan practice as he did last year with Michael, um, Michael down and uh, Mr. Riley not being able to compete on a daily basis has really escalated Nathan's, you know, experience. And uh, you know, all all it should all go to him. He he took the the ball and he ran with it, and that's what we'd seen. We we you know. I, you go back to on the show when I was on there and you were asking what he's going to be like. All I know is that he gets the ball, he throws it downfield, he finds the open receiver, he's humble, and he, he makes us a good football team. And, and when he was playing, um, he certainly did that. We were exciting. We're throwing for 400 yards and a half. He's given each receiver 100 yards a game. It, it was great to see, but that was exactly what we saw of him. And uh, I'm excited for the future and excited that he was able to uh, take the ball and run with it. Well, Neil, I'm in South Florida. I'm around NFL guys, college guys, high school guys tonight. I'm going to Cardinal Gibbons game in Fort Lauderdale. They're all talking about Rourke. They're drooling about Rourke. When it comes to his future, are you kind of a one-day-at-a-time kind of guy and not worrying about that? Like, how do you feel about that NFL yeah. talk around the guy? Yeah, you know what? There's NFL talk around all our players and every team, every league. You know what? Um, it, it just proves that, hey, the Canadian Football League provides – opportunities for young men to uh, you know provide a living for their families and uh, Nathan is is nothing but spectacular and we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can to retain him I know you know what hey if the NFL wants it they're gonna take it that, that's just the reality of the National Football League but there's a lot of things that Nathan has playing in Vancouver playing in front of his family and friends every day the other day his dad dropping him off at practice because he can't drive because of his injury like a lot of that stuff he's not going to get anywhere else and um, we're going to do the best we can to retain him as our quarterback. And, uh, you know, hopefully he will be a BC line for a couple more years. And then, you know, maybe things change and he goes to the NFL or they don't. I mean, we're going to play it as it is. We have a good football player. Nathan is a spectacular person, spectacular player. And uh, we're just excited to have him for as long as we can. Well, it's been fun to watch. I'm just so happy for you guys that it's worked out. Keep it rolling, Neil, and enjoy the rest of the weekend on this. Bye and uh, keep in touch. Thanks for the time today. Hey, can I say one more story? So we're on the military aircraft last night, and everything is great. Everyone's wearing BC Lion hats and everything else. And I look up on the roof of the military helicopter is a Saskatchewan Rough Rider sticker. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You can never get away from the green and white of Saskatchewan. So good on you. Love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. I got a story for that, too. Neil, you and I got to get a podcast together, man. And I'm glad you jumped in with that story because the last time, for whatever reason, I forgot to bring up the story that you wanted to. So you jump in with whatever stories you have whenever you want. Thanks, Neil. Glad you made it safe. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Neil McAvoy of the BC Lions. We'll finish that sports update when we come back. And I got a military story for you. It's a football Friday you're watching on the Game Plus TV network, available all across BC on Telesoptic Cable Channel 924. We're also live streaming on YouTube and live on the radio, if you can believe in Metro Atlanta, 99.1 WKEE, your home of Southern Sports and Talk. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Game day here in South Florida. How about this? Going to high school football tonight. The hottest game in the state of Florida is here in Fort Lauderdale, Cardinal Gibbon High School versus Calvary Christian, and our friend Matt DeBuck. Your friend, too. He's a CFL alum, played for the Argos and the Blue Bombers. Going to be on the sidelines there tonight. Watch my social media for that, both at Rod Peterson Official on Instagram and at The Rod Peterson Show. We'll be filming from the sidelines. It's just going to be fantastic, to quote John Frenzy. Uh, Moose DuPont will join us next hour, and we'll kick around more of these football topics. I told you, if you're a hockey fan or any other fan of any other sport, you might well not watch today because it's all football. Other than these sports updates, uh, the Blue Jays kick off a 10-game road trip tonight when they face the Pittsburgh Pirates. The lengthy road swing will also take the Jays through Baltimore and Texas. Toronto enters today's action a game and a half up on Baltimore for the third American League wildcard playoff spot. The Tampa Bay Rays start a three-game series with New York at Yankee Stadium. The surging Rays have won three straight in eight of their last ten to move six games back of New York for top spot in the American League East. And week 13 of the CFL season kicks off tonight in Montreal where the Alouettes are set to welcome the Ottawa Red Blacks. The Owls are back after a week off and an ownership change and are looking to close the gap on Toronto for top spot in the Eastern Division. This sports update is for Edo Japan. With more than 160 restaurants Canada-wide, Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. But people, they love my stories, they tell me. And i got to say this, my advisors and my coaches are telling me, you got to let the people know who the real Rod is. You think, you, you think everybody knows who you are, but they don't. You got a lot of new viewers. You now got listeners on WQEE in Atlanta. So I just say this about the Navy thing. And Don, our Navy friend, is watching. Don Mitchell says, Great attitude, Neil McAvoy. Ride the great kid for the good of the CFL. Our director of scouting, uh, Craig Smith, is watching as well. But when I first started, again, certified recovery coach here, interventionist, mental health professional. The, uh, not the Navy, but the Canadian Armed Forces came to me and said, would you work with our soldiers on mental health recovery? And I said, Duh, I don't know if I'm qualified to do that or not. And they said, well, they know who you are. They trust you in your time with the Rough Riders. And for those that know, the Army barracks in Regina is right across the street from the football stadium, Mosaic Stadium. Last minute of play in hour one. So as we were having this discussion in the officer's mess, I pointed out the window at the stadium and I said, nobody's going to die out there on the weekend. It's not the same. And they said, well, to us it is. I'll continue this story next hour because it's a good one. Not, oh, ignore them. Well, keep going. How about not? We'll, can, we'll see you next hour. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.